0: So yesterday, uh, in fact, Bevo, you were a little bit late to work because of the protest yesterday. So this is a rally for freedom, a so-called rally for freedom. Um, I don't want to shock these people, but we have freedom in New Zealand. Have you been out and about? Mm. Um, and there is a global pandemic. But anyway, so this national rally for freedom organised by the advanced party co-leaders, Jamie Lee Ross and Billy TK, took place. Now, question being, given that, this was in violation of level 2.5 regulations. Should the police have done more to disperse the protesters? We will do talk back on this soon. Uh, but first, to give, his, give us his insight, Auckland criminal lawyer Steve Cullen joins us now. Steve, thank you for being on the programme.
1: Oh, good afternoon. Hey, Very Steve. interested to hear about this lemon bar.
2: Oh, it's, oh, so it's fantastic. <laughs> Next time we'll have you in the studio and uh, you can partake. Uh, Absolutely. Ha- hey, um, now do you think this, are the police being hard enough on this stuff? Because a lot of, we, we posted um, something on our Facebook page and a lot, lot of angry people in, in response to the angry people who all decided that they should congregate. What, are the, what about the police?
1: Well, you're left with a nasty feeling that it was gutless, aren't you? Under the uh, COVID-19 regulations, the is level 2.5 gatherings of more than 10 people are prohibited. We all know that. For the police to then permit hundreds, if not thousands, of people to gather in what is fundamentally direct contravention of that regulation, it's just an abdication of their responsibilities. They say that they're there to uphold and enforce the relevant laws, and they don't. Well, what defence,
2: if you were representing the police commissioner, (laughs) what defence would you offer for the police not acting um, in a more stringent manner?
1: Well, playing devil's advocate, uh, one suspects that there was a meeting that took place that you would have to infer that somehow a meeting involving top police brass and the relevant ministers took place uh, because they were concerned they were forewarned everybody was aware of this intention to gather and direct flouting of the laws Uh, so you can only presume that, that somebody has issued a directive to say we don't want a portland type situation we don't need video transmitted all around the world of New Zealand police and riot gear enforcing the law. Uh, so, and you can imagine why a government wouldn't want that this proximate to an election, but that's another cat, hmm. what is it, can of worms. Uh, but you could see why they wouldn't want to fan the flames,
0: uh,
1: and therefore it was a bit of a be- being between a rock and a hard place.
0: So what should they have done then?
1: Well, there was a lot of things they could have done. They could have issued a, a very firm and serious announcement well in advance of the planned protest notifying everybody participation in the gathering of more than 10 people won't be allowed firm measures will be taken to stop them you can rest assured if there was a nazi gathering was going to take place down queen street that's exactly what would have happened Uh, If there were other racist gatherings, if there was anti-Islam gatherings, perish the thought, or other, you know, we can all imagine and and postulate sick gatherings that may have wanted to take place, they would have stamped on it. So they have the facilities and the means, they just chose not to do it.
2: What about the the right to protest? Where where does the balance get struck when we're dealing with a, a pandemic like this?
1: the difficulty isn't it? We all understand there's a right to protest and peaceful and proper protest is welcome and fundamental part of our society Uh, but you have to do it within the boundaries of the situation and exigencies of community. We've got a pandemic going on where people can die and we've already seen Mm. the terrible consequences of what happened with this church cluster over Mount Roskill. we may have to remain a level 2.5 for a period. This protest in that context was just hugely irresponsible.
2: So what does this mean for the rule of law? Does this undermine people's respect? It's like, Basically, if you can get a mob together and tell the police you're going to protest, they'll just, they'll, they'll basically do the traffic management.
1: Well, that's somewhat farcical, isn't it? In the same fortnight where they're publicly saying, uh, we're here to enforce the law, we'll enforce zero tolerance on the roads, we won't allow one kilometre per hour excess because our job is to apply and enforce the law. Oh, but actually, no, we won't bother <laughs> when it comes to this type of situation. Somebody, it seems, has pulled some strings or put some pressure on them to say, uh, let's not do anything, let's uh, make a few noises to try and placate the great majority of people who who did comply, who've seen their businesses suffer, who now may see them suffer more and who feel rightfully indignant, Uh, but that's what they chose to do.
0: Uh, We're joined at the moment by uh, Steve Cullen, who's an Auckland criminal lawyer. Steve, last weekend I saw a casual touch tournament, um, and it was in Point, England, and um, it it looked like it was great fun, and it looked like it was in total violation of level 2.5. And, and I, I saw, you know, large groups of people coming in and, and they were waving flags, pretending that it was Tonga versus South Africa versus Israel. Um, of, of, <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that Israel's really into touch. But anyway, and, and, and my wife and I just thought, what's going on? These people look lovely and they're having fun. Do they not watch the news or do they not care? What should be done?
1: Well, it's very easy. All the government can really keep doing is publicising heavily the risks and dangers and trying to educate the community. But allowing this type of direct flouting of the regulations casts a lot of it into mm. disrepute and causes people to stop and pause and think, well, if they can get away with that, why wouldn't they go walking on the beaches of Auckland? Why wouldn't they go gathering around a sporting uh, engagement? Because it seems that there's one rule for yeah. large groups and one rule for the rest.
0: Do you
2: think we can expect more of this sort of stuff? It's going to get bigger, or do I we just need to hope that? we have level one and all of a sudden it's legal
1: yes and i hope that this leads to a few beating of drums and people waking up and realizing that you know there are those of us who aren't at risk and those of us who are and we all have to band together it showed that although we hear these pronouncements about being uh, what is it a group of five million combined in a fight no we're not
0: yeah steve cullen thank you so much for joining us uh, steve is an auckland criminal lawyer